I like the contrast between our gospel and our first reading from Acts. We're reading the book of Acts right now in the season of Easter for a lot of different reasons. I think one of them is the fact that uh, Acts is the demonstrative effect of the Easter mystery of Christ's resurrection. So it's the power of the resurrection being put to effect in the world. We see in the book of Acts, especially in the first few chapters, the magnificent growth of the church and the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's all made possible by the resurrection of Jesus. Um, in the Gospel of John today, we, what I see is it's kind of like it's parallel to Jesus's um, uh, teaching on the mustard seed. So we, we recall Jesus's parable where he says, you know, the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. It's the smallest of all the seeds and it's planted. It's kind of hidden. It's obscure. You can't even see it. You don't even notice it. But next thing you know, it results, it has the effect of this huge tree that benefits everybody. All the birds of the air find place in it. And so Jesus is speaking about certain mysteries right now and the power of the kingdom of God. And it's kind of, at this point, it's sort of hidden. So it's at nighttime. Jesus contains within himself all the mysteries of baptism, of the power of grace is what he's talking about here. And it hasn't been manifest yet. And it's, it's, he's speaking about it kind of in secret. Nicodemus comes to him and they're talking about it. But its worldwide effects have yet to uh, be seen and, and to flourish. And it's just like the wind. He talks about the wind. You know, you see its effects. You don't know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with, the, with this kind of mustard seed. It's mysterious. Okay, you can't totally understand or explain it. But you see its effects. And so that's what's going on in the book of Acts. You see all these people converting. 3,000 people were, were converted on the day of Pentecost. 5,000 a few days after that or a few weeks after that with a miracle. Um, so it's just this remarkable uh, thing that's going on here. You know, that same power that we see manifest, that same resurrection power we see manifested in Acts, we've got it. We have it in our own lives. We have it in our community. And we all we have to do is just simply facilitate its um, actualization, facilitate its growth. And then we have it in our own lives as individuals as well, too. So we should never lose heart. We can always have great confidence. The Lord is powerful. The grace of God is amazing. The Holy Spirit is powerful. There isn't any sin. You know, sometimes I counsel people uh, when it comes to issues of temptation and sin, and they, and they just totally lose heart. They're like, it's just too strong for me. I can't, I can't handle it. I can't, I gotta do this thing. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna do whatever. You know? Can't, I can't take it. Well, it's not true. Jesus and the power of his resurrection, they're stronger than death. They're stronger than any kind of problem that you can have in your life. It's too great a temptation. I'm, I'm going to doubt. I have to doubt God. I can't trust him. Come on. Okay. The Lord is risen. Alleluia. Okay. There isn't anything that he can't overcome. Now, it might not happen instantaneously. Okay, just like the mustard seed, you know, it's buried and it t- there's a process of its growth, but it's inevitable. Okay, it's destined to become this amazing tree. So also we can have faith that though we don't see the effects of God's, the power of God's grace instantaneously, it's, we know it's, it can take place. It's, it's powerful. Uh, we live in a society that, um, you know, wants everything right here and right now. Well, sometimes God's grace doesn't work that, that way. Nonetheless, 
it is irresistible, it is powerful, um, and, and we need to have, uh, have trust and faith in God. We can, we can have confidence in Him. I like our, I was thinking when, when, uh, uh, Sue was reading our responsorial psalm, the Lord is King, He's robed in majesty, the Lord is King in splendor robed, He's girt about with strength. It's kind of a strange thing that you're talking about here, because, you know, the, the Lord, the divine nature, He's not like up in heaven with a robe on or something, you know, with, with, with a belt on. So what, <laughs> what is being taught to us here? It's that God's got his act together. Okay, just like a king, you know, if, he's, if someone's like really, they, they, they're all put together really well. You know, someone who's dressed very well, they've taken a lot of time, a lot of care. Okay, and if, you know, you think of a king, I think of a king at least, he's got like uh, a big belt and a sword and all this kind of stuff. But like, he's got things under control. All right? We can have confidence in him. He's not like one of these kids that wears their pants down to their knees. You know what I mean? It's like if he, if that kid tried to do anything, he'd stumble over himself and fall over like a loser, you know? But, so that's not the Lord. The Lord is ready for battle. He's ready for action. He can handle anything that comes our way. So, this is the power of the resurrection. And, uh, this is what we see in the book of Acts. And this is what we, we can trust, uh, is available for us in our own lives as individuals and as a community.